Chime in, anytime. <laughs> oh no, I'm enjoying this far too much. Haven't you ever seen a rare hairless Wookiee before? Oh. Always remember I am here. Always remember I am not a Wookiee. Hello there, and welcome to episode six of Distant Echoes, a Star Wars podcast, where we travel through the galaxy watching each episode of every Star Wars TV series. I'm your host, Tommy. And I'm your other host, the 1999 portrait edition Princess Leia in a ceremonial gown Hasbro Barbie. (laughs) Also known as Cassie. (laughs) And today we are continuing our deep dive on Star Wars Vision. We'll be talking episode six, T.O.B. One. And episode seven, The Village Elder. But more importantly, we have a guest. Where we have a guest. We're joined today uh, by friend of the show, Dungeon Master Extraordinaire, and our good buddy Harrison. Harrison, yeah, you're here and you're with us. I'm here. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this for a yeah. long time. Yeah, this is exciting. I'm stoked. We're excited to have you. Um, so Harrison's been our good friend for forever, and we've been playing D and D together for as yeah. long as it's mattered. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. I think. It's been about 12 years, I it's think. It's been 12 years, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's been 12 years. Yep. Because yep. Wow. it was, uh, you had graduated <laughs> college. We didn't know you at all in college. Yeah, we didn't so know. so bizarre. Yeah, because we were like, uh, we were like on either side of like a, a friend Venn diagram. And then, yeah, you got us all together to play Dungeons and Dragons as, oh, you know what? I said, I think I was thinking you were our first DM, but you weren't. It was our friend Chris mm-hmm. who DM'd us first. Arthur Badge was your character. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Arthur Badge. Yeah. You were Fell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A druid. And you had a, I forget your character's name, but you had a um, flail. Yeah. Like a blade on it. He was basically uh, Kratos from God of War. Yeah. And he you was were, you an were like Avenger. an Avenger. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. When oh, that was God, a class in D&D. That. That's so amazing. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> and he was an Avenger of Paylor, uh, which it, for any people who are super nerds is probably like, what? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Avenger. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, and also, uh, after that, Harrison, you kept the group together as uh, taking on the mantle of the DM. Mm-hmm. Um, and ha- the rest is history, as they say. We're still playing. Yeah, still playing. D&D. Still playing to, to this day. So, what is, you? we mentioned it, I think, on one episode before. Uh, you have kind of an interesting kind of journey with Star Wars. Right? Like, in terms of when you started. But tell us, in your own words, like, your journey with Star Wars. So, like, nearly everybody, I watched it as a kid, you know, growing up. Like, whenever it was on TV. Mm -hmm. And, like, my dad liked it, and I liked it. But only passively, like, as much as you like any other action movie or, like, kind of cool sci-fi movie or whatever. And then... And I, and I kept watching it, and I kept watching the movies as they came out in theaters, because they're just cool. Yeah. But I never really got, like, you know, my nerdy, like, meat hooks in it until pretty recently and like I'm it was like when I was 32 33 and so that's like kind of like a late bloomer for a Star Wars fan but like like a lot of like nerdy people when you like get into something you like submerge your brain completely in the lore and yeah. like get mm-hmm. really deep into it and and really I've only been doing that in like the past like maybe year-ish now I think about it so but I've like loved it like y'all turn me on to um 
Uh, Clone Wars? Yeah, yeah. Ahsoka show. Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And um, Ahsoka's so freaking cool. And uh, you watched like The Mandalorian and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, Mandalorian. Too, right? And like I rewatched all the, um, you know, after this new like understanding of like the of Star Wars and the lore and everything, I watched all the movies in chronological order. That was a completely different viewing than like the couple times I'd watched it, you know, mm-hmm. each episode growing up. Yeah. Which was really cool to have like that change in view of it and like a different appreciation and also being like oh that's like how that was uh, i enjoyed that more when i was a kid but then it was like oh this is awesome i like i'm getting more out of this net so it was a cool i don't know this is really cool yeah the the i definitely have the same kind of feeling towards it of like i feel like i appreciate more now mm-hmm. as an adult i definitely still have feelings about the prequels. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like as an adult, like, especially because we watch the Clone Wars TV show, like, it's a lot. Yeah, a lot that adds better. more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it adds more to it. I agree. And the fact that you watched it chronologically is something that not many people get to experience. Um, I never thought about that until y'all, which like... Which is really that. cool. Where y'all were um, like, oh, you watched it chronologically? And I was like, y'all have it? Since they are yeah. out. Like, y'all have it, like, sat I've in I've never like, actually been able to do that. I mean, I want to, but yeah. I'm just, there's so it makes much sense. to imbibe. Yeah, now. it's a it's a lot. It's it's an undertaking. And if you've seen it before, it's hard. So even if you love it, it's hard. I have a hard time watching things more than like maybe five times. It makes like, sense. It's like the yeah. like let's sit, let's all sit together and watch Lord of the Rings, and you're like, yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. But also, no one's ever, don't have twenty four <laughs> hours yeah, of my life. We haven't done to, that. Yeah, yet, so ah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think too, because like we got together as well when you were finishing. The Clone Wars series, like the last three <laughs> oh, episodes. Oh my god. Um, That's so fun. Which was like one of my favorite moments, so I get to rewatch that with someone who's not watched yeah. that. Because I maintain that that, I, it, I, and Harrison and Cassie have heard me say this a ton of times, but I maintain that the last three episodes of the Clone Wars TV show is the best Star Wars. Period. Like I for would, me. I would agree with that. Yeah, that's, I, I, I have a hard time coming up with like a, rationale for something else like yeah yeah that's that's really good it's so solid man like yeah and so that was that was fun to just like get to and i had to shut my mouth as much as possible what well because i'm really bad at spoiling things and he would ask a question and i'd be like well that's blah 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 and tommy's like shut the fuck up don't say that yeah i definitely didn't say shut the fuck up you didn't but i you know i project horrible things in my brain so um, well, cool. So, uh, I mean, what I, I think is awesome too, is just it, you have like a, a an older take on Star Wars. Cause like you said, you've watched it when you were younger, but I feel like you also have a lot of fresh eyes yeah, for it as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, you have two fresh eyes. Two fresh eyes. Two, two good eyes. Two good fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as far as anime, what's your experience with anime in um, terms of like, what how do you even watch anime? Is there stuff that you watch and yeah. what do you like? Yeah, um, so I guess, like, an anime connoisseur, I don't know really any hardcore anime connoisseurs, but, like, they might kind of turn their nose up when I say my first, like, <laughs> intro into anime was <laughs> Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z. Hell yeah! But, like, I, I don't, Pokemon might not even count, but, like, I mean, but, so those are my first intros, and, like, I, I just, like, love those two. I just, like, grew up with that, like, watching mm-hmm. Toonami and then, like, Pokemon coming on, like, right before... I, like, got home from school, so I'd, like, rush yeah. in, turn to Channel 35, and it's, like, grainy, and it's, like, <laughs> but, like, it's, I love Pokemon so much, I'd watch it, so, like, there's that, but then later on, I got into, like, Sh- Samurai Shampoo, and you turned me on to uh, Cowboy Bebop, yep. mm-hmm. and um, there, there's probably others that I'm not thinking about, but those are two that, like, jump out at me, like, 
um, that I that I really love. But like I I, I like it. I, yeah. I, the medium is amazing. And it's visually awesome. And I think you and I are pr- on pretty much the same level here. So like Cassie is more like the anime connoisseur. I feel like at this point than yeah. even I am. Uh, so cool. But no, I was gonna say I just I mean I had the same kind of intro. Also, I, it's funny that you mentioned like watching on Fox thirty five. Like that was <laughs> my same exact yeah. experience. Oh, yeah, God. of like oh, coming home. God. Our local Fox affiliate. Was my my anime experience was probably worse though because I would run home to watch Hamtaro. Oh wow! Was that with a hamster? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I remember Hamtaro. Like vaguely, like, like I, didn't I don't watch know it, but. why, but it was like way a few like years younger than me would be watching it. But I would come home, like slather like a... some cheese on some chips and some ketchup, and yeah, I would spray eat... cheese from a yes. can that's basically like plastic. Yes, and, and watch Hamtaro and watch like Class C Hello Kitty show. Yes. <laughs> yes. I. I kind of, I love that because I remember Hamtaro. I definitely watched like an episode or two of it, but it was not my thing. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely remember that. I don't remember anything. I don't remember anything. I just remember there were hamsters. I literally don't remember anything else. But it had like a Hello Kitty sort of like. Yeah. Yes. It was like cutesy and like they went on adventures, I think. I really (laughs) don't remember what they did. Who knows? It could have been just hamsters in a wheel for like an hour. I didn't but I, I, I kind of actually, I love that because it's a good segue. So the first episode that we're talking about today is episode six, TOB1, which yeah. Hamtaro kind of, I don't want to say it's for kids, but it was kind of like aimed at like a younger audience. And I definitely got that vibe with TOB1 of like, this was a little bit more, I, I don't want to say it was aimed at like four children oh, or anything sure. like that, but it really felt like that. So yeah, yeah. Really quick, the uh, the Disney Plus description for this one, um, and I continue my battle against uh, the, <laughs> the, descriptions. the descriptions on Disney Plus because I figured out where to find the longer descriptions last episode, and then this time I couldn't get to it. He's it so just mad. kept playing the episode, and so I'm really pissed <laughs> off, and I just have the short one because Disney Plus is terrible. Comment if you know how to get to it. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, so this one, the summary, actually, you know what? Hold on. I think I might know how to get there. Get there. It's funny that you mentioned that because, like, Rosie, my three-year-old daughter, just happened to be in the room while I was watching TOB1. And, like, she doesn't like Star Wars stuff mm-hmm. because of all the other stuff I've had on the TV. She's like, ah. So I'll threaten her, like, I'll watch Star Wars. And she'll be like, no. But um, <laughs> this one she, like, watched. And she was Aww. like, Dad, a him superhero? And I was like, kind of. And I had to ex- explain the whole Dada. lore and tour in depth. And that's, she was like, oh, that's cool. Dada that's the most adorable thing. Yes. And I... I love, but that. Rosie liked this. It was, it is, I, it like caught her eye. This unlike any other Star Wars, had, one of my so favorite ones. This is yeah. one of my favorite ones. I thought it was. I couldn't stop watching it. I thought it was so cute. This is one of your favorite ones. Yeah. When weirdly, I was watching it, for some reason, I thought like you might like it. For some reason, I don't know why. I it reminded even tell you me why. of Miyazaki movies. It oh, maybe that's it. Yeah. Totoro. It reminded me very Totoro like. So the the spoiler, I can't fucking find it again. Um, <laughs> Why is that a spoiler? I don't. It's not a spoiler. Uh, spoiler. Spoiler. I'm still mad. Um, <laughs> so the, the the short Disney Plus summary of this one is: a cybernetic boy who dreams of becoming a Jedi discovers a dangerous truth about his creator. They can't see droid like they. Cybernetic boy. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, I'm wondering. Well, actually, part of this was because I brought oh, this up to you. Boy, I don't think I he's see. really a droid. Maybe we'll we'll talk about that. I'm, I don't I'm, yeah, I have it. Yeah, it's it's curious. Yeah. So so this one was produced by the animation studio uh, Science Saru. A really interesting fact about Science Saru is that they're 
they're relatively young animation studio. They were formed in 2013. Oh. They've won a ton of awards, though, uh, for, for some of the stuff that they worked on. Their first release, and I'm really excited about this, uh, was actually an episode of Adventure Time. What? Their first release was an episode of Adventure Time. What episode? It was an episode titled Food Chain. And it's one... So the plot of that one is... I'm, I'm excited about this because we're all three of us are like Adventure Time fans. So yeah, it's just yeah, a really yeah. cool like connection. But that episode features... They go to uh, like a theme park or, or a museum... And Magic Man is there. And oh, Magic Finn and, Man. Finn and Jake get transformed into birds. And then. I remember this. This was the hot dog episode, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't I don't remember hot, no, the hot dog episodes. No, the hot dog episodes were in like a dungeon. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is, this was like season six. And okay. they, they get turned, so they get turned into birds. <laughs> and then Finn gets turned into an even larger bird who wants to eat Jake. Finn dies. And then uh, they get turned, both of them somehow get turned into bacteria who feast on the bird that died. I vaguely Dude. remember this. Adventure Time can get deep. It's so it weird. Like, it can get like and scary dark. weird. Yeah. yeah. But like, <laughs> I, 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 I lemon grab is terrifying. <laughs> the animation style in it, when I saw it, I was like, I instantly was like, oh, this makes total sense. It doesn't yeah. look exactly like the animation style for the studio, you know, per se. I think they have like varying different styles, but it very much was just, like, a different... It didn't feel like Adventure Time. Like, it yeah. had that very no. distinctive style to it. Um, That's very cool. I thought that was really cool. Well, I'll, I'll, it's on YouTube. I'll pull it up yeah, uh, I'll after this. Yeah, I'll yeah. watch that one. I vaguely um, remember it. The studio has also worked on a couple of other different projects. Ping Pong, the animation, uh, mm-hmm. the Heike story, Inu O, Devilman Crybaby, uh, and then <laughs> they were also... Nice. Yeah, I, I don't, the parody. I don't know any of those. Um, oh, but... Devil Man Crybaby. I think it's a Devil May Crybaby. Oh, that, and I like was like, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's Devil I, Man. That's why I said the parody. That yeah. sounds amazing. Right. Devil May Crybaby. Devil May Crybaby. Devil Man Crybaby. Um, and they, they were also subcontracted for a few other shows, including Space Dandy, Yoke, Yokai Watch, uh, mm-hmm. the movie. And then they uh, also, in uh, Visions, they would produce the ninth episode of Visions, uh, oh. uh, Akikiri. Oh. So the last one, hmm. which. Cassie and I haven't watched it, and I think you've already watched oh, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah, so they've done two episodes of, of Visions. But so, so this was directed by a Spanish animator, uh, Evo Gangora, um, and I'm hoping I'm pr- pronouncing that correctly. Uh, the actors in this, Jaden Waldman was Tob One, and he's been in. He's a child actor. I don't know if that's the correct term, but uh, he he is a child and an actor. Um, <laughs> child plus actor. Uh, and he's acted in The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Peter Pinkalicious, and uh, Peter Rific. Hmm. Or no, sorry, he was Peter in Pinkalicious and Peter Rific. Peter Rific. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that is. Then, uh, Kyle Chandler was, uh, Mataka. They voiced Mark, they, sorry, they acted as Mark Russell in the most recent Godzilla movies. They've done voices on American Dad, Family Guy, and was Eric Taylor on Friday Night Lights, uh, which is a show I'm not familiar with. Neil Kaplan was the Inquisitor. That name is very familiar to me. So Neil Kaplan's done a ton of video games, uh, Elder Scroll titles, Bioshock mm. Infinite, Hearthstone, oh, yeah. a bunch of different stuff like that. Just the bad guy in all of those games. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, Inquisitor's like the bad guy yeah. in this one. Yeah, okay. yeah, sure. and uh, he's also he was in Promare, which one of the other studios that we're going to talk about produced Promare, and then he's also been um, he was Theo Magath in Attack on Titan and been in a number of different anime. He's also been in Power Rangers and Beetleborg series. Whoa, Beetleborg, which is. Rad. Whoa! Oh, he's um, done voices in Fallout, Final Fantasy, Diablo, The Old Republic. Yep. Oh, wow. Just a lot of, yeah, I mean, 
pretty pretty prolific voice actor. Um, I wouldn't be able to call out like every single yeah, yeah, yeah. credit. And then finally, the last voice in this episode was a stormtrooper who I think had one line yeah. uh, and was voiced by uh, Michael Sinner class. And his he was also in Promare. His most notable credit is he's was Dean Venture in the Venture Brothers. What? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he has one line <laughs> in the which is picking up a signal could be a survivor. Yep. He's just one line. That was Dean Venture. Uh, he also... Did you write that down? <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I took notes. Anyway. That's good. He also was Leonardo in the 2003 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. I think well, Stormtroopers don't get very many lines. They usually are like... Well, then they could have just gotten no. like... Yeah, you know, Frank from know. wherever. Frank to, from to, to Frank, Frank from accounting. Yeah, like, to do Frank like, like yeah, and like pay him like you know, two hundred bucks, and then like all right, Frank. So um, so yeah, so that that's the cast. This was a very small cast. Um, I did want to also just mention. I think Michael Sinterklaas was in one of the other episodes that we did as well. I can't remember which one. I only know that because I remember struggling with his name last time that we we did. But uh, but yeah, so that's. That's kind of the cast and crew. Um, just some really quick things on this episode. They wanted to specifically pay pay an homage to Pinocchio um, in this episode yeah, 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 of like yeah, yeah, a yeah. you know a, I want to be a real boy, which very apparent. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe I see that. Yeah. And then there's some other kind of homage details that we can get into in a bit. Uh, but before that, Harrison, what did you think of this episode? I got a lot more out of it the second time I watched it. Mm. Yeah. Um, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, but, like, I kind of, like, went on. Like, I wish I would thought about the Pinocchio thing. That's cool. I think uh, if I would realized that, I think I would have gotten more out of it. But, um, yeah, the second time around, it was just, I don't know, just more fun the second time around. I was paying more attention, too, because I, like, wanted to, like, provide more input because we're doing this together. Yeah. So, like, I, like, I, it was just, and watching it with my daughter was cool, and her watching it and asking me questions was nice. So. And it sounds like this was her favorite one of, it doesn't sound like she watched it. Well, her favorite ones. Star Wars ever, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To date. Because she's, she's like. <laughs> Yoda was scary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in in Attack of the Clones, Yoda has razor sharp triangle teeth. Oh, that is terrifying. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> she, was, she was so horrified of Yoda. He's like the nicest character. I mean, he's kind of an asshole sometimes. He can be. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely. I'm sure to a child. I don't know. He probably talked to them exactly the same as he would. Yeah, yeah. Uh, him scary. Aww. Yeah. So there was a distinct connection to they wanted to pay homage to Pinocchio in more ways than one. Actually, with this one of the. Re- reasons that the art style is the way it was um, and we could touch on the art style a bit it's kind of this like really polished like the foreground's very polished but then it's kind of like really yeah. sketchy style of like background mm-hmm. which is really cool they wanted to put like really reference older animation specifically yeah. like older Japanese animation yeah. and Pinocchio yeah. as an inspiration you mean, like Astro the Disney Boy. version of Pinocchio yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah where they yeah where if it's gonna you can tell if something's gonna move in the scene because it's like yeah. Animated differently, and you're like, that thing's gonna move at some yeah. point, and it does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, 100%. And and also just this, like, kind of, like, rough around the edges, generally. Like, the, the background is where the foreground isn't. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of a metaphor for what's going on in the story. Part of what I really liked is the fact that they were trying to make the planet habitable, which I thought yeah. was the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's kind of a metaphor, that the background is, like, undeveloped, and the foreground oh, is developed. Oh, the other people in the, uh, like, the little... 
behind the scenes, uh, like Disney execs or whatever that were talking with them. Walt Disney. Yeah, it was Walt Disney himself. (laughs) They were just kind of talking about how the studio was like kind of a Pinocchio story where it was like this, I don't exactly know where they went. I kind of lost the thread a little bit on, on, as I'm like saying, reciting it back. But The studio came to life and became a boy. Well, it kind of, like they're saying how like it was this small studio that kind of took off like from there and became like kind of. Pinocchio story for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Inanimate object, real boy. Yeah. Took off. Yeah. (laughs) If that's the story of their studio, <laughs> a couple of other things really quick from from that behind the scenes like i said i mentioned wanted to call back to old animation they didn't you were about to talk about uh cassie astro, astro boy. boy i just was thinking about oh, it because yeah, you I said about that one too yeah it was very reminiscent of that but they didn't mention that it has yeah. to had to have been yeah yeah like an inspiration like it had that's to what have been the droid looks like yeah, he, yeah. he's very smooth yeah. Yeah. Which is different and than the droids. He even has that little back little hair. Yeah. Does he, does he have that little back He little had like a little bump. Hair yeah. bump kind of like similar. Somewhat similar to Astro Boy. Maybe not. Yeah. No. Some type of little hair thing. That was really their goal was to have this kind of, again, this homage to some older studios or some older animation and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I think they succeeded at it. It definitely felt that way to me. It did. But it was, the funny thing is, is that it was so polished. Like it was mm-hmm. obviously newer animation, but it felt older. Yeah. It yep. definitely felt like a Miyazaki, my neighbor Totoro to me, which I think is why I liked it. And maybe it's because I have like like a daycare background. Like I have like a appreciation of like younger like children's they captured shows that and well. stuff. And yeah. I thought like if this was made thirty years, twenty thirty years ago, or maybe maybe my time is off, but like that that could make sense. Like yeah. just because they captured that. But I also thought it was very there were just part just there were just moments of it that I really enjoyed, like the fact that the guy had no arms. That's a weird thing to enjoy, but I thought it was really cool. Like yeah. I noticed I had no arms. the his his puppet, uh, uh, Geppetto guy, the guy that made him, or the guy the the Jedi that uh, Mitaka. Mitaka, the old man, he had the no old man. arms. He, had he didn't no have arms. arms. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you go How back did and I miss watch that? it, I watched the show twice. You go back and watch it. Well, he when he was a Force ghost, he did have arms, which makes sense. But yeah. when he didn't have arms, because he was in this little pod, and he was, like, doing scientific oh, algorithms and stuff, that. and had these little wires. And I stuff. saw the wires that came out, and he was doing stuff, and my mind thought, like, why does he have his chair doing his work for him? Yeah. He's a Jedi that can... And, yeah. like, I didn't even realize he's been yeah. yeah. arms. Yeah. It's... I thought that was really cool. I didn't notice it until Cassie called out either. I think I think I the kept way he's saying it like every five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I kept I, going. He has no arm. Wow, I cannot <laughs> believe I missed that. I think the way he's animated, it's 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 easy to miss because he still has like the sleeves mm-hmm. on like his robe, but they are just kind of like folded. Yeah, it looks like they're just hanging uh, down. But then you do. I think the first time that I truly noticed it was when Tob One was in the the basement in the spaceship to get to start off, mm-hmm. and you see. Mataka kind of pulled the door off and he's just kind of like using his like face like essentially like he's pointing his face at it he's not using his hands or anything to like pull it like usually when when a force wielder you know does something in Star Wars are like using their hands and stuff and he just like has his head pointed at it and is like moving stuff with his mind (laughs) wow which is really cool Um, I not believe I missed that like gigantic like visual. I don't know why. I just, just kept again, bringing it out. I just con- thought it was the coolest thing ever. Continuing. <laughs> that, is, that is so cool. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense with like other things like that have been said in the episode. That like, yeah. And then maybe that's why he had all those droids to begin with to like do things for him. It also, I think, makes sense why... I also figured out where the kyber crystal came from. The kyber crystal was in the robot. Was in TOB1 the whole time. And that's why I was kind of like 
It just makes... I didn't know where he just I found no the idea. kyber crystal. Yeah. The kyber crystal was inside the robot the whole time, which makes sense because if you don't have arms, you don't need a lightsaber anymore. So that's why Mataka put the kyber crystal in the robot. Mm. And also probably makes sense as to why he is able to be a Jedi because he's essentially like the... Uh, had kyber crystal radiation just emanating through his body. Yeah, yeah. And it's wow. not a real thing. Kyber crystal radiation is not a real thing. It probably it could be. is. Who knows? <laughs> kyber burn. Kyber burn. You never know what they're going to put in a Star Wars. I mean, a lightsaber burns people, so. But, but but no, like, lightsabers are kind of like wands, right? Like, for wizards, or like an implement like that you can yeah. use as, like, a... <laughs> yeah. Not exactly like that, but it kind of makes sense why, like, the Force would maybe flow through... TOB1 because yeah. he has a That's so cool. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I didn't realize, I didn't realize it until after. Like, I did not realize that either. Wow. There's so... Well, that's part of it is that the story flows so quickly. It like, does. It starts to kind of like snowball at the end where yeah. it's like... Yeah. And I couldn't figure out... This isn't really a slight. This was just confusion on my part because I love the whole thing. But it was like going from one moment to the next and I didn't know how long he was like trapped in that basement. I didn't... Like when he came out, I was like, did this just happen? And all the other droids made Mataka, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a grave. Yeah, they, they made him a little headstone out of rocks. And yeah. I thought that was really... Yeah, that was cool. That I was thought really that, sweet. The first time yeah. I watched that, I was like, who made this guy's grave? <laughs> the bad guy? And the <laughs> second <laughs> time, I was like, oh, I, I, was, I realized yeah. what you said. I was like, oh, yeah, that's funny. A lot of like really interesting references in it as well. One of the things that from the behind the scenes that the director had said too, was there's a moment where T.O.B. one is dreaming Toby. I don't know if we should call him T.O.B. one or Toby, but he's, he's T.O.B. one. He's T.O.B. one at I'm this T-O-B-1 point. I'm T.O.B. one gang all day. He has a, so T.O.B. one has a dream and they kind of reference Luke Skywalker's dream of like getting off of, um, is that when he sees Tatooine? Uh, no, no, no. Before that, it's like well before that. He has like this dream, like, and it's animated slightly differently. And he's basically like a real boy. Oh, he's Jedi. like daydreaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, jumping yeah. at Star Destroyers <laughs> and shit. Yeah. Um, and they specifically said like they wanted it to feel like Luke's kind of you know desire to get off of Tatooine and go explore the galaxy. Yeah, I saw. Um, I made that like analogy to that parallel. Yeah, there were some other cool like little details. In the in TOB One's room, there were like all these paintings that he did, like cave paintings. Yeah, I had a lot of Easter eggs. What did y'all? Yeah, what are some of the Easter eggs you found? Yeah, I'm curious. So, um, the, I mean, there's like a ton of like X wings that are like mm-hmm. flying around in Tie Fighters and like Star Destroyers, and um, that, and there's also like some black and white drawings of like people fighting with lightsabers. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and one of them is a dude with four arms, which like who, there's only one yeah. person who, yep. who has lightsabers and fights with four arms, and like and another one is one black etching of someone dual wielding lightsabers, mm. and then has two, horns. Yeah, it has horns, and then um, yeah, That's two awesome. other people in white fighting him. So that like dates this pretty well. I yeah. feel like you know That's like, so as cool. to where it fits, and then of course, like we said earlier, the one line of the stormtrooper says like. What? Picking up a signal could be a survivor. Yeah. And, and the fact that Professor Mitaka, Mitaka. only has, like, he, his arms are cut off, like, he survived Order 66. Mm-hmm. Is what we're, like, I mean, like, I'm jumping. I'm making some... No, no, I but, think... Like, that makes I think you're. I think you're correct. And, and the fact that there's an Inquisitor as well, I think, places it, too, because... Yeah, picking off uh, the how the hell are we supposed to know he's an Inquisitor? I mean, like, is that just a term that, like, so I think hunters use that I just don't know about in... Star Wars? So it's it's established more in Rebels. Uh, Star Wars Rebels. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. There's, like, the Inquisitors are, like, this group of 
basically force wielding Sith. Like, there's six of them or seven of them. Yeah, they're like bounty hunters sent to like pick off the specifically of Jedi. Yeah. Um, and okay, uh, cool. Gotcha. Because when you were like the Inquisitor, out not in my brain. I was like, it'll you're come like, more well, to like. Know his name yeah. is the Inquisitor. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're not supposed to it, it was just like another connector point right like they use something from like other star wars media um as, as kind of like their their thing so yeah I, so the cave drawing i, I like that, that was cool it was really fun yeah. that, that, that was, part i entirely I, missed that part i had so. to pause it and rosie yeah. was like data start the show like <laughs> uh, i was like <laughs> and like, because I was like, wait, Rosie, I gotta, I gotta look at these cave paintings for my notes from the podcast Dada. i wanted to take a screenshot of this, right? I want to take a screenshot of the cave paintings, but Disney Plus fucking sucks, and doesn't yeah, you like can't take do screenshots. It. Not even on your phone. Of course. You have, to, and you have to hide behind a corner and take a photo picture, because yeah. they'll know. Uh, I could have actually done that. I didn't think about that. Corporations being all corporation There were yeah. two other... So you, you, I think you got... You found a couple that I, di- I didn't see. I didn't oh, notice. Oh, which fun. So there was one... I, I could be... I could be making this up, but I swear one of them was a Wampa from um, uh, Empire, Strikes, Empire Back. Strikes Back. Uh like the, the the cave creature that Luke fights. I was wondering what that was. The, the creature that was yeah, underneath at of, the bottom. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering what that was. I was like, that's gotta be something. It I'm looks I swear it has to be that. I was like, maybe it's chewy, but then it had like weird arms. It was big. It, it was like big. It was supposed to be big, yeah. There was another one. And I think that this is a little, it, it makes the like timeline a little bit murkier, right? Because it's, it's not as evident of like when this could be. But there's another one that I swear is supposed to pay homage to the, there's a classic A New Hope poster where it's yes. Luke holding lightsaber up. I saw that oh, too. Yeah. And I was like, that could be, yeah. Luke Ray, like it, I, it kind of, I don't That's know. Cool. I mean, I think, I think it was just whether or not it was like, Whatever it was, it it is what it, it is. <laughs> that yeah. was a stupid thing to say. Whatever it was, it doesn't matter that Whatever much. Was, it is it is what it is. Whatever it was, it is what so it is. Wise. Uh, That's a, like a, wow. Chinese, I think it's a Chinese proverb. Yeah. <laughs> that just blew my mind. <laughs> um, oh, God. Uh, but I think it was just like more of like the that homage, right? Like of, of yeah. to... to uh, they could just throw that grenade in there like, let's just do a Star Wars, like a Star Wars dude lightsaber. Yeah. Pointing to the sky, bro. And like... Just for no reason. Just for no reason. No, it's it's yeah, Luke or Ray. Yeah, yeah. I was, um, makes me wonder. Like, are those were just dreams of his? Or I, did I could he say know it could be dreams. Yeah, something. You know what I mean? But yep. But maybe the Kyber crystals have some type of connection. You know what I mean? Like maybe force. that's why he had yeah dreams or daydreams and stuff like that. Yeah, I saw that too, and like I didn't even write it down because I was like, that could be. Yeah, that was, I like yeah. that better than him being a real boy because I was like, I think he's half boy. Then I was like, that's really morbid if he's like... So... Well, I had the grievous thought, like... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, like maybe there is, like, organic tissue in there That's somewhere. what I was we thinking. We just don't know. Because Tommy brought there's up... There's no evidence of that in the show. Tommy like, brought... Well, the part that <clears> he's <throat> crying was the reason that I most vehemently thought that. There was a moment where he's crying. Oh, and, like, tears come down? Yeah, yeah. but Tommy was like, well, it's raining at the same time he starts crying. So I think it's supposed to be a mystery. Like, yeah. whether or not... Because if he's crying, then he has to have some type of... Unless he made him cry, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to give you tear ducks. I'm going to hit y'all with a theory of what I think, of who I think oh Toby boy. is. Grievous's son. <laughs> That's why he has the painting of Grievous. Grievous, is, <laughs> Grievous and Obi-Wan's son. That's why he's T-O-B-1. Uh, first of all, yeah, I did want to call out, like, the fact that his name is T-O-B-Wan. Tyler Obi-Wan. It, it, it definitely, the entire time, I was just thinking, like, Obi-Wan, like... 
Obi-Wan, yeah. Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, so here's my theory. And it, it's, it's me kind of like putting extra stuff out there. Mm-hmm. But I have this thought that Mitaka had a Padawan named Toby Aww. who oh. died. Oh, yeah. And I'm wondering... Well, Anakin killed him. Well, Anakin right, killed him. Yeah. And I wonder if, like, he was, like, trying to protect him. That's my, maybe, like, how he lost his arms. And I wonder if the kyber crystal, crystal inside of TOB1 could actually be his Padawan's kyber crystal from his oh lightsaber. Oh, my God. I love that idea. Yeah, that's dope, dude. So that's, that's, that was what I was thinking about, man. like, afterwards. Because I was like... Anakin <laughs> killing all the Padawans. You yeah. see him as, like, a real boy a lot of the times, yeah. too. And yeah. he has, like, these, like, weird, like, vivid memories and stuff like that. And so I just kind of wonder if there is this kind of... I, I, I had that thought, too, that, like, there's organic tissue in him. or, or, or Some kind of, like, organic, you know, like, the, yeah. like through the force or something, yeah. right? It could be, yeah. like, his memories and stuff I like that. I love that idea. That's amazing. Uh, I don't know. I, I have to look up more to see if that was a thing. I didn't see that when I was, like, doing if research. If it's not, but. it's still really dope. Um, but, yeah, that was that was my biggest, like... You need to write like, fan fiction about that. Yeah. Because he does act more human-like than a lot of the oh, droids. Oh, absolutely. In, He's like, like a little in, in kid. In all other Star Wars media that I've seen, like, he acts more humanoid. C-3PO's you know? the only one. And how he talks one. and moves and interacts. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so. he, he calls... He calls... Once he calls him Toby is when he becomes a Jedi, essentially. Like, he stops calling him T-O-B-1. He calls yeah, him Toby. I noticed that, too. And gives yeah. him, like, a name. And that's yeah. when he, like, officially is, like... Yeah. Wow. And he knights him. He knights him. Yeah. Yeah. In the so, vision. I, I wonder if there's something to that. I don't know. It's just kind of my own theory. Which, like, if you think about it in real time, because he's fighting the Inquisitor when mm-hmm. that happens. So, like, and in the in a Jedi, when Jedi and Sith are fighting, there's not a lot of time to, like, no. breathe. Think. So, like, when that happens, it must happen in, like, a fraction of a second yeah. in his brain. And, like, so he, like, gets hit to the ground, and then, like, this intricate, like, loving dream sequence happens in a fraction of a second, and then he gets up like a Jedi, which is, like... Really cool. Yeah, I, I love mean, this like, one. Yeah. I think it's my second favorite one. Nice. To be honest. It's so funny. Every time we watch a new one, we're like, I think this one might be my favorite. No, I think the it- first, the duel is still my favorite yeah. one. Uh, so what are some other thoughts about it? I just kind of spewed a bunch of like just stuff from uh, the director in my own brain. Uh, what are some th- things y'all picked up on? He didn't have arms. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The fact that I just astute. kept saying that. That was astute. Um, no, I, I just loved it. I just love the idea. I love the um, him, the whole little animation sequence of them recreating the flowers and it raining and then it's starting to become vegetative, like the planet Vegetation, becoming yeah. vegetative again. And there's like I just love that whole idea of it. Yeah, I like the like the environmentalist aspect of it. Um, yeah, but uh, I like so Jedi Mitaka. Yes, Jedi Mitaka. He dies, and then it like inextricably starts to rain. Again. Yeah. yeah. Like, in a, it, you're led to believe, like, there is no life. It hasn't rained on this planet for a long time. And so, like, the Force, you, you I, like, I have to think, but when, I, when I was watching the second time, I thought, like, the Force has to be involved in that a little bit, because, mm-hmm. like, why else? Yeah. Would, but, again, that's me just, like, inputting my own opinions and thought into the show. I mean, it could be, um, it could be, like, Force goes, I mean, I just had, like, a stupid, huge fan theory. I don't, <laughs> I think, like, saying, like, <laughs> him, like, a Force goes, like, making it rain or having, like, some effect yeah. on the rain is, like, totally possible yeah. and plausible. I also, like, um, again, we're seeing, like, a common theme that we've seen through the rest of these, which is, like, the Force truly is in all things, even droids. Yeah. Which I think is kind of interesting, um, even if we aren't going off the idea that, you know, some there's some... There is some piece of this child, if that's the whole thing in this in this droid. Even if he was just a droid, even droids have the chance to become Jedi. 
they have the force in them as well. They are living things. You get into this whole existential idea yeah. of like our robots deserving of rights and real life and all this stuff. Yeah. Which they yeah. get more into it in Star Trek, but yeah. I don't know. You get like an inkling of, of that kind of notion that, yeah. um, which we see in the other ones as well. Is There's that, kind of the humanity. It's in a cool, all complicated yeah. topic. Yes. You know, like that thankfully we don't have to deal with in this world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What are some of the other thoughts you had written down, Harry? Um, I thought just like, one-liner like so the co3 and toby power up when like he's fighting, oh yeah like, and he's like all right co3 let's go yeah. and then he like jumps on his back and like I that was it. like you know no other jedi is like compatible with a droid in that way so like, yeah it would just be a dope well grievous but like um i guess technically grievous might be able to but like he that, that was just cool right yeah that was awesome that's so cool like that he was became just, like a little mech yeah, right. Like, yeah. yeah, it's funny. Like every single again, every single time we watch these, like there's so there's like so many concurring thoughts of like God, it's so good. One of the other things that always seems to come up with this, in addition to just being like, oh, we really like this, is how we want more of it. Like, and how like each of these could be like a really great seed for like a full show. Yeah, this one too. Like, yep. can you imagine a like robot oh droid like that? Do you remember the, the show Zoids? Yeah. Um, oh yes. Oh, that's another one I used to watch every morning. I'd oh get up God. extra early to watch the ways. <laughs> I there's the something getting a lot of blasts from the past. Yeah. <laughs> there's something worms. about hell yeah anime like action anime where there's like there's like certain elements of like powering up. Dragon Ball Z is like a great example of that. There's also <laughs> like another style of like mechs getting beefed up. Ooh, yeah. And then like stuff like that, I love in like action anime. Yeah. Right? Of just, like, just stuff just be changing and stuff. And how cool would it be to have this mech Jedi traveling the galaxy and getting, like, add-ons and shit, like, yeah. oh my added God. to them? What if he didn't know about Grievous and he just had that image and he, like, made himself a four-armed lightsaber-wielding Jedi and he was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And, like, that would he be became, awesome. like, He'd a... be a good guy. Good Grievous! <laughs> Dad, him a superhero. <laughs> That's a real uh, But yeah, I, I loved the, the, the power up thing. At first I was kinda like, what the hell's happening? No, nah, I thought it was so cool. But it was it was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I we we've we've touched on bits and pieces of this, but we haven't quite like put this one thought together. Like so at the end, he leaves the planet having given like his his like mentor's vision to the planet, like life. You know, yeah. it's raining, there's like plants growing, and so he leaves. And um he it's a droid. Jedi, and he's pretty much, like, he says, like, my mission is to bring life to other planets. Like, yeah. And, like, no Jedi has done that. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. He, so he's an environmentalist, a droid, and Jedi. Which, like, those three are utterly separate in any other Star mm-hmm. Wars. There are no environmentalists in Star Wars. No. Except for this one. Surprisingly. But, like, so, like, he's, like, this Jedi kid who's, like, traveling to the other worlds that are, like, lifeless, and he's giving life to them. I love it. That's... It's yeah, cool. Jedi, really Jedi cool. try to yeah. bring peace. They they say they want to bring balance to the galaxy and the Force, but, like, they don't actually do anything. Yeah, They're like, very reactive. Yeah. yeah they tend to be otherwise, they just kind of sit like not, and meditate. You know, with, like, b- brute force, and like, yeah. violence, kind of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, like, a lot of... It, it, the Jedi tend to get... And we touched on this a lot when we started talking about Clone Wars. The Jedi just tend to get bogged down with... The rules of being a Jedi. Yeah. And I think that when you get these, like, rich, opulent stories, it's t- it tends to be from characters that are not bogged down with that, yeah. right? Like, it's like, yeah. you have T.O.B. one who, like, <laughs> whatever his background is, like, his past, who knows? Yeah. But, like, he's this new form Jedi. He's essentially Luke, right? Yeah. Like, he just gets... 
He becomes a Jedi because he's a Force wielder. Yeah. And they don't have that connection to, like, the Jedi Order at that point in time and are able to just do really cool shit and do, like, just do objectively good things. Yeah. And then it's when you start building on to that of, like, well, we want the Order. We want to bring the Order back. And then, you know, that happens in the later movies when when Luke brings the Jedi Order back and it fucks up again. It's, like, there's a very kind of... There's a very kind of, like... I don't know how to really phrase it, but not a very good view on organizations, right? Yeah. Like uh, in, in Star Wars, I think. Um, yeah. And I think that there's just like this idea of like, almost kind of like, I don't want to say anarchy, but like there is kind of this anarchy element of like, if you're a good person doing good for other people, like that's kind of what the Jedi should be about. It's like, hard yes. to do that in the, in like the rigidness of like. That's why order. Ahsoka is so key. Yeah. Because she understands yeah. that. She's the one that's like, y'all are fucked up. Why are you sitting on your laurels and not actually doing something about this or just helping people? Like, she's out in the streets, like, literally helping people do things, take care of people. It's kind of like this droid who's like, I want to just help bring life to the planets, like, that are around the world. Like, again, Jedi don't really do that stuff. We don't t- we don't have stories, and, and I'm sure there are a few, but yeah. most of the stories are about them, you know, there are... Um, most of them, especially in the Clone Wars, are caught up in helping sustain or defend cities yeah. and things like that. But they're not actually like giving support as like carrying crates of food to a, yeah. like a, a planet like far away, or like, yeah. or like you know, yeah, like are helping people that are enslaved and yeah. rescuing them. Like you do very very little of that type of work going on, which yeah. you would expect someone like the Jedi to be involved in. Well, I think it's I think it's it's kind of the curse of power like it's it really is like this curse of power is like when the jedi are in power you have to like do like a lot of like this managerial shit or at least they think they do yeah Uh, it's when stuff goes bad so you see you do see like giving literally giving so it's like real life kind of (laughs) i mean (laughs) let's not go down that route but it is uh but i was gonna say like you see a little bit of that in rebels like right where they do get like there's literally an episode where they're giving food to like people who are like yeah. that the empire's taken from. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. you see that as kind of like when they are being reactionary, when like the, the they they have that to fight against, you do see a little bit more of that. But no, you're totally right. I think it is yeah, it, it's just it's just a really cool like little notion, I think. It's not explicitly in this episode, but it definitely you get that kind of sense from it of it this episode really had a lot of what makes Star Wars great, which is like the yeah. individual character kind of like rising above their circumstances yeah. and becoming great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luke, uh, Ray, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, it's, you know, an atypical person becoming a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ooh. do you guys want to move on to episode seven? What else you got for this one? Anything else? I think that's it. I think, I think that's it, man. All right. So the next one is The Elder, episode seven. And the Disney Plus summary is a perfect sentence. A Jedi and, a pa- and his Padawan pursue a dark and powerful presence. You like that, Tommy? I like that because it... It's very distinct to this episode. Okay. That, never, that never happens in Star Wars. Little Vanilla, smell but it's test. perfect. Yeah. Okay. This is produced by Studio Trigger, who also produced the episode The Twins. Yep. Which we talked about. So they did the Promare-esque episode that was very bright and colorful. Yeah. And then they're also known for Gurren Lagann, Kill a Kill, Space Patrol, Luluco, Little Witch Academia, and Promare. Wow. Um, it was directed and written by the same person, uh, Masahiko Otsuka. And there are only three, there, there are the child's voices that are, I think, are voiced by child actors, but then there are also the three main voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Fisher played Dan Gavash, which was the 
uh, Padawan. He does a lot of stuff. He's a younger actor. He's done a singer-songwriter. I didn't put any of his specifics in because I wasn't familiar with him, but there are a lot of, like, younger kid TV shows mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh. Um, and oh, then, yeah. Sorry. Just seeing just he seeing. He actually him. kind of looks like what the character, like? which is adorable. Like, he just looks really familiar. Haircut, like... Oh, yeah. He does look super familiar. He's really cute. Tajin Crosser, the mentor, was David Harbour. Who's he? He's Jim Hopper in Star- uh, Stranger Things. His the vo- deputy. His yeah. voice sounded so familiar, yes. and it was driving me nuts today. I was like, who is that yeah. guy? Yeah. 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 And, and it's so funny, because... I bought the secret layer and I was looking at Jim Hopper and, and I was, and, and, and I was like staring at him and I like, and I was like, that's the reason I'm buying the secret layer. And like, and well, yeah, he's that's so, that's, oh yeah. my God. Like there was like, David my subconscious just couldn't connect the two. Oh my God. Yeah. So he was, oh, he was Jim my Hopper pants right and now. Yeah. And then James Hong <laughs> was the old man who has done tons of yeah. voice acting and acting. What has he done? Uh, this recently, crazy old motherfucker? God. I, I feel bad because he's done, like, he's done a lot of cartoons. Uh, the ones that I picked up on was Kung Fu Panda. He's in, like, all of the Kung Fu Panda movies. Is he? Ping? He's, or Peng? I've wait. never seen them, so I don't know who that is. You need to but watch he's Kung in, Fu Panda right now. I know. I've never seen any of them, but he's the in first all one, of them. at least. He's in Mulan. He was uh, also in, he was also as Morgan in the Reb, in Rebels. Too. I didn't know he voiced as Morgan, so it, it's this guy. Uh, yeah, I don't recognize very, his face, but his you, voice was familiar. Yeah. yeah, he was in um, he was in Big Trouble in Little China, mm-hmm. um, oh. and uh, which I've also never seen, which is probably bad. He also um, sorry, I'm, uh, Kung Fu Panda is nearly a national treasure. It's got Jack Black. But like, uh, who yeah. is a national treasure? <laughs> he but is like, a national treasure. So James Hong also he was in the Chinese restaurant episode of Seinfeld, uh, where he oh my gosh, where basically he uh, is like the the maitre d or like the host and like won't let them into. He's just like, oh, it's just gonna be a couple minutes, like essentially. Oh my god! Uh, but I know him from 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 that and from Big Trouble in Little China. Um, also, Mulan uh, is another great one. I did not realize um, he was as Morrigan in, yeah. in 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 Rebels, which I don't think is a character you've gotten. I, to I know yet. I haven't gotten to that yet. He's Rebels a really is... obnoxious alien. That's yeah. really fun. Knowing that that was James Hong, like he, he that was just per- he was perfect yes. as that. He character. He was absolutely terrifying. Fucking that character great. I, that I was character. I was so scared scary. to play it with Rosie in the room because yeah. Yeah. she'd be scared of that. Character. I would if I saw him <laughs> as a child, I would have had nightmares. Like, Dude, yeah. the black, yeah. like, uh, yeah. You can get to it. It was, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, cool. Actually, that's all I have as far as, like, product. we have the production, we have the voice actors, we have the summary. Um, I also thought that, I, just really quickly, uh, David Harbour, I thought it was great in this as well. Like, I thought oh, he yeah. was, he, he played like a, he played like the perfect kind of, like, monotone, like, mm-hmm. very level. Mm-hmm. Like, Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I really, I really enjoyed that. That's one thing I was going to get into was the whole... So the very first part of this is that they're patrolling the Outer Rim. They're going to go to Haba, which they find there's a disturbance in the forest there in this village in this far-off planet. Before we get to the actual planet, I wanted to note that I love the relationship that the two of them have. Um, because it's kind of different than any other relationship we've seen with the Master and a Padawan. Yeah. Padawan is almost always rebellious against the Master. Or we have Obi-Wan and Anakin who, like, kind of riff off each other, but Anakin still does whatever the hell he wants. He's very rebellious, yeah. But Dan, which is, like, the most 
basic ass name <laughs> yeah. for a Jedi character, for a Star Wars character. So be Dan. Crazy, they, like, they said every other character, like every other yeah. name you could ever have. Like it needs to be like Dangar or Dan. Dan ask or, or just something. switch I don't know. the the D and the N and Nad or something. Or Nad. Yeah. I think I'm go Nad. But anyway, Dan actually obeys him and respects yeah. him and does what he tells him to do. Like there's never a moment where he rebels against him, which I think is kind of cool because it's like, oh, you're actually like listening to this person. You it's really a realistic, respect him. Yeah, relationship. And oh, that, that when I watched it, I was like, they're normal people. Yeah, because like this is like a Jedi mentor who's. If we really, if I'm being honest, it's pretty vanilla. Like, yeah. Jedi mentor. Like, he's everything yeah. you would think about in a Jedi mentor. For like, sure. Yeah. But this, like, Padawan is kind of jokey, but mm-hmm. the mentor is also, like, a little jokey back. And, mm-hmm. like, it's... But it doesn't ever cross a line. Yeah. They're, they're, what we yeah. normally see is where they, like, right. go off the rails and, like, do something, like... I'm gonna do what I want to do. <laughs> now I'm just thinking, like, that very first scene where he's like, stay here. I'm gonna go talk to them. And he, like, goes over and, like, what are you... <laughs> He, like, goes over and punches the kids out. He's like, yeah, love this. I'm rebelling against you. But he didn't. It was really cute. He, like, winked at them. Yeah. And they winked back. That was the cutest little moment ever. Yeah, a um, lot of good human interactions with, yeah. with, with all the other humans. In yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. You start to really warm up to Dan as a Padawan. I thought it was really cute. A note on that, too. Uh, Trigger actually wanted to make something very, um, make a parallel between the connection between um, a master and a Padawan. They said um, the the company when they uh, I, I took some of this from the Anime Expo. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some really good like notes about all of the episodes, um, which I've kind of talked about in various episodes of this. But they said um, triggers the twins, and then the elder will offer new spins on Hallmark Star Wars motifs. The twins subverts subverts the idea of Luke and Leia and imagines a brand new set of twins born into the dark side, yeah, and how the brother will like, go Whoa. to save his sister. This is even represented visually with the co-joined Star Destroyer. The Elder, however, takes a closer look at another kind of Star Wars bond. The Elder is an homage to a classic Star Wars master and Padawan relationship. Um, You'll also find the dual meaning of the title after you watch the short. Which I wanted to get to at the end, because I don't know if I... Oh! Got that. What is it? Oh! So, I think the dual meaning, I could be wrong, but is like... The elder of like the the Jedi and the Padawan. No, I think the elder is the Sith who is hundreds of years old. Like the el like the elder, like, oh there's an elder that came That's and, what and I it's, thought. it's from a different tribe. But really he's like probably upwards to a He's, he's yeah. at least hundreds of years old. So, oh, like, yeah. Elder is like an understatement. That's what yeah. that's what I took it to be. That's believe. what I kinda thought too. But I, yeah, what, I, what, what were you thinking? No, that's what I was. That's what okay. I was thinking. They, well, but they, they, they said there was a dual meaning. Mentioned though. that there was a dual meaning, and I wasn't sure what. Like I thought it was fairly obvious that the elder was like something that was much because they made a point to mm-hmm. say in the actual show that the Sith had been destroyed over a hundred years ago. So I definitely think that this Sith, this is a Sith. This is someone that's been here for he a very long time, basically yeah. living. I felt like basically living until he found someone that was good enough to fight him. Is what I kind of got from it. Because then he just crumbled into dust after he died. I thought the dual meaning was like, the the name of the short is The Elder. Mm -hmm. And in the show, they say like, the the, the group of people that live there say an elder from another, an unknown tribe has come here. So like, that's the first meaning. is like, oh, they meet the elder. But like, the double meaning is like, He's the elder, but really he's older than us by hundreds of years. That makes a lot of sense. That's what I... that's when when I I only caught on that like the, after the second time I watched it 
But um, I think that's exactly what you mean. Oh, could be something. Yeah, yeah. I was trying but to like, think there was no, something think... even deeper. Like there was like, yeah. oh, is the pat is the mentor an elder? But like, yeah, he's the master. But like, that's what I kind of took. That's what I kind of thought. But I I don't know. I mean, they they didn't explicitly. I think I think I think you're right, Harrison. Of like because they did talk about like oh, there's an elder from another tribe who like showed up. Yeah. Um, but really, he's like a. Freaking lich. You're right. Yes, yeah. he's terrifying. <laughs> Super old. Yeah. yeah. That first image of him, you were going to say something about that. The the black eyes and the, the yellow. Yeah. yeah, the black eyes with the yellow irises yeah. is like, uh, and they do that a lot in anime where they yeah. mess with like eye colors and eye composition, and it's like horrifying. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they do that. And, and the like, gray, this is another, nasty teeth, and like yeah, and like his ashen skin and his robes that like he obviously hasn't changed in. His so bones long. kept cracking. His bones kept cracking. I, we had the subtitles on. It kept saying, like, bones cracking. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. that's disgusting. Yeah. And also, yeah. I think this, another little caveat, I felt like this was the goriest, quote-unquote, of all the ones we've seen so far. It had, like, the most, like, it had There's the most a lot, but... moments of, like, just violence that you wouldn't expect from Star Wars. Yes. Necessarily. Oh, like the, yeah, or pushing the limit, like, yeah. kind of. Um, yeah. Well, I guess the creature being slit open is kind of like... Yeah, uh, and then like honing in on the slice, which I was going to say, if the first one reminded me of My Neighbor Totoro, this one reminded me of Princess Mononoke. Yeah. In terms of like the violence factor of it. And like the the village and stuff like that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there was a beast. There was a giant boar-like beast that Mm -hmm. was slit open. Oh, yeah. What was that called? The beast. It was like the... I wrote it down. Yan... Vanga. 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 So I think that there was an interesting two parallel. I kind of, I didn't think about this until you started, started talking about like the elder in that there's like this through line, right? Of like aging. <laughs> like there's yeah. very much like a, a, a talking point about like. That's like the moral, I guess, of the yeah. story. Like that aging or time is. Uh, is going to kill ahead. everybody essentially. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, because yeah. like the, 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 the Jedi Knight basically is like, if I met him when he was younger, like the fight would have went differently. Mm-hmm. Like. He was ve- like he's basically like that guy was really powerful. The only reason I won is because he was old as shit. Literally dust. Like, yeah, died and turned to dust. He said like, "This is the way of the galaxy." Like, yeah, that you mm-hmm. age and die. Man, like yeah. what a line! Like yeah. what a yeah. just notion that was. Yeah. Like, I definitely that stuck with me. I also think just like the older Jedi and I'm blanking on his name, or if they even said his name, I don't know. But like the, the older Jedi, yeah. yes, it was Tajin. Ta- oh, yeah, Tajin. Uh, At least that's what he's. Credited as is Tajin Crosser. I just yeah. watched it and I do not remember. I don't remember them saying. I don't think. Name, I don't know if they say it at all. Yeah. I don't even remember them calling him Dan. Oh, I remember Dan. Oh, Dan. I was yeah, like, that stuck out to me. Oh, okay. I did, I did not. I didn't even remember that honestly. <laughs> so I will say, I like I, 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 he very much had this very, um, very like Buddhist, like Zen, yeah, like kind of feel to him as in terms of like how he was. It, approaching everything as a Jedi. And and it felt very much, it felt very like close to like how the Jedi creed probably was early on. You know what I mean? Because like this is a hundred years after the, the Sith were originally destroyed. This is like early in the Jedi days, right? Like for, for like to in a certain extent. Um, and he very much just had like this very like Zazen like kind of attitude towards stuff. Like the way of the galaxy, like we all get old and die kind of thing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I really liked that. Um, I think it's a critique on the fact that most Sith are obsessed with the idea of living forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like the whole thing is like you want to like stay alive. And then of. but then Jedi die and then they get to be ghosts. So yeah. So on that note, the um the elder says mm-hmm. 
the other Sith like lost their way and forgot their destiny. Mm. And and it implies that like so he lives, you know, oh she's hundreds of years old. So like it he's implying that like he didn't forget the destiny of the Sith, which is to live as long as you can and accumulate as much power as possible. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess is <laughs> yeah. like, what they want to do. That's why yeah. they all died. They all failed because they died. Well and also there's this isn't there this, like, with the Sith, and I'm going to butcher this, because um, I'm definitely not an expert, but, like, with the Sith, there's also this thing of, like... They have a code. There's always, like, it's a rule of two, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's master and uh, apprentice. Yeah, so they wouldn't just kill each other. Right. Yeah. But then, like, the the apprentice, like, always ends up, like, killing the master at some point or, like, something like that, and it's always, like... That's their way. That's their way, yeah. is, like, someone taking over, and so it's kind of interesting that, like, the elder lived to this point, right? Like he mm-hmm. lived this. He, we're assuming he lived like a long, long life that, he, like, unnaturally long, oh, yeah. and was waiting to be killed by someone else. And then it was a Jedi that comes along and like kills him. Like, so I, I don't know if there's anything there, but it was just it, that was just kind of like, an interesting thing that I picked up on. Of like, do you think he's maybe saying that a Sith is supposed to be killed by a Jedi? I don't know. I don't know if it was that, but it was just kind of like someone more powerful than him would like. Mm-hmm come along and kill him. I don't know if that was, like, anything. He was definitely, like, I definitely got the vibe, and I wrote this down, too, um, that, like, he, when he first meets Dan, he's, he's eager to fight him. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not really interested in much else, because he says, like, let's let our blades do the talking, or mm-hmm. he says something like yeah. that. So he's, and then when he, like, he, like, attacks him at first, and he gets, like, right up in his face. Mm-hmm. Like, he gets, like, an inch away from his face, and then he kind of backs off, and he's like, you're not the one. Yeah. That I sense. So, so he's, He's very interested in this, in, com- in like, mm-hmm. combat, if not what you said, like, meeting someone who's powerful enough to kill him. He had, he had, like, a, uh, he very much had, like, a, uh, a Kakarot, like, a Goku <laughs> vibe of just, like, I just want to fight someone who's strong, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he gets pleasure. He was batshit crazy. Oh, he was, yeah, he was, he was just kind of out there. Really, really cool character just in general. Terrifying. The rain on the lightsabers. Oh, yeah. This yeah. Is the yeah. coolest of I yeah, was cool. hoping yeah. when it, as soon as the lightning struck and rain started to fall, I was like, I hope someone will move into this territory because I've always wanted to see this. And I feel like it has to have been done at some point. But I was like, lightsabers got to steam. Like, <laughs> lightsabers got to steam. I wish they had steamed more. Yeah. But I thought it was really cool. And I was excited about that. That was a cool visual. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a very, like, like nice detail that they added in for yeah. sure. And we've seen Katana before. I wrote that down too. Yeah, the katana style. Because I was yeah, trying to think about back. a link between. Because Tommy and I have talked about in every episode how there is a lightsaber, unique lightsaber thing, which there wasn't. I don't really think there was any in episode six. There kind of was in in the last one. In that, like the robot had the kyber crystal inside, inside of him. Them, yes. Um, also, to the the Sith. This is something I forgot to mention, but the Sith. The the director specifically said he wanted it to be more of like a samurai style Sith, and so mm-hmm. he kind of. His lightsaber was, like, a little bit different, but I think that the big lightsaber thing, if we were going to try to find that connection, yeah. would have been the kyber crystal inside of the yeah. the robot. While we're on Droid. episode six, I forgot to mention something in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Inquisitor, I, there's nothing to indicate that he's not a droid as well. Yeah. Oh, it's a good call. When they're fighting him, he has these, like, in, in, in like, they're, they're fighting, there's no hint of, like, life on, or he could be, like, a, um, forearm dude what's his name grievous he could be like yeah. a grievous situation but like he has these weird when he opens his mouth he has these giant non-humanoid like square donkey teeth that are just like he <laughs> yeah, does and, it's, yeah, and, it's, yeah. and i was like there's nothing when he dies yeah. like, there's nothing to show that he's human yeah like, human in the sense of like your other your normal sith and jedi or whatever that's but, like, very interesting that would but, that's a great call i didn't i didn't 
pick up on that, but you're right. Like you he's fully, Sue, he's yeah, human. or whatever, but, but like or like a organic yeah mm-hmm. creature, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe Darth um, Vader ish, where he's more for machine more, than man. Well, I think Darth Vader is. Well, he's a lot of it is machine, I guess, but like yeah. he's more flesh than machine, heavily machine, but. Yeah, what's the ratio? Like, if you were going to make a drink He's to Darth like Vader, what would be the body? <laughs> 70 flesh, 30 Ooh, machine? No, I think, more? 30, I think he's 30 flesh. Oh, that's right, because he lost a lot of limbs there, didn't he? He lost all of his body. Yeah, he, <laughs> he might only, be, He lost he, his legs, too, right? He yeah, be, he's a head and a he torso. 60-40. No, he had one leg left, I thought, didn't he? He's hopping around. This would be a great SAT, like, math question of, like, what ratio... Yeah. <laughs> The body is Sorry, uh, go back back to episode seven. No, no, I love. Just I love tangents. I love tangents. The one thing about the katana, though, in these episode seven, was it? It had like a very weird hilt, like it was like electricity. So, like I don't know if I would call them oh, katanas. Cool. They were more like they were short. They were short. A katana is yeah. a longer. One. They yeah, were they like were shorter. What are the what are? There's a term for. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. Google I said it. I said katana, knowing it was short. Yeah, I think it might be like a. The long sword is called katana, and the short one is called wakizashi. Yeah, that's what I just... Yeah, they literally just brought it up at the same time. I, was, oh. I saw them do it. To the <laughs> listeners, I saw them do it. They did it simultaneously. Um, but um, th- when they're fighting, this goes back to the age thing, like, <laughs> um, the mentor is just younger and more powerful. And, mm-hmm. like, when they're fighting, the mentor, like, they get close, and the mentor takes one of mm-hmm. the elder's blades from his and hand. And just, like fucking destroys it. it well, he, so he cool. just takes it. Like, yeah. they get yeah. close and, like, he just takes it out of his hand and then he just, like you said, throws it up and cuts it and the, and the, and the elder is livid and he's, like, he's just so mad and, like, it's... That was amazing. And I'm, I'm a nurse by trade and I see that in the old, in, like, in yeah. old people where, like, they just can't do what they used to be able to do and it makes them, it, it, it's not everyone, but some people make it furious. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I was, like, he's mad because, like, a younger person took, like, just him up and he can't do anything about it. Wow. <laughs> That's really cool. I, I, because like that never happens in, in, in yeah. Star Wars no, media no, where no. like someone just takes gets your old. lightsaber or, yeah. or, or gets old. Like, you know, like I was just like, wow, that was odd. That, that yeah. Happened. It's usually like, like it's someone like much more powerful, like overpowering someone. It's never, it's never because of like, just something that everyone has to deal with. Like, you know what I mean? Like It gets knocked out of your of hand in an epic battle and it rolls off the catwalk. Or like, you know. There's a great, I will say, mentioning that in this battle, uh, do I spoil it? No. Do no, I spoil no, no. it? There's, I will say that there's a, one of the best moments in Star Wars happens in an episode of Star Wars Rebels. Yes. It's like my, I think it's my favorite episode of anything Star Wars. Wow, and really? Except for, well, the three that we talked about. Yeah. At the end. This, it's, I know what you're talking about. It's like, just thinking about it right now, I'm getting chills, like yeah. thinking about it, but it's, it's, it, th- that plays into it. Of Again, like this it goes old back age. to, it goes back to the Sith's greatest enemy might be. Time. Old age. Yeah. Time. Oh. Like it might be the withering of you, because you can have you can only have so much power, but if your body can't physically handle it, what do you do? About but it? in that, and we're going to speak really cryptically about it, so as to not spoil Harrison. Yeah, but yeah, no spoilers. Oh, so sorry. Good. But in that in that instance, it's it's essentially two characters who are a little bit older, also mm-hmm. kind of combating, but the, in in, in, a, in a very similar way. I think I've seen a. a, a I, I got you probably have seen me. you probably have been yeah. spoiled. Yeah, have you? Are, are you? No, do you know what time he's talking about? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's Ahsoka in. Um, no. No. 
It's not. It's a different. Oh, it's, it's different? It's oh, different. did I spoil something for you just then? No, no, no. no we know that. I okay, know. all right. Okay, because okay. Oh, wow. Good. I'm glad. Okay, cool. Nice. Uh, this is yeah. this is totally different, but just like almost as badass. It's um, amazing. Wow, really? Okay, cool. I think it's uh, better. I think it's better because it's two of my favorite. Yeah, characters. I disagree, but I also like. Yeah. It, yeah, it's two of your favorite characters. Um, you can put the pieces together if you uh if you wanted to, but anyway, what happens in that moment? It also happens in this episode because. Not only in, in that moment, it's kind of two older characters kind of going at it. The one, one of the older characters has something to fight for. And that's kind of what happens here as well, where like the, the Jedi master has his Padawan to fight for, mm-hmm. even though like, I think also too, he's just generally going to be able to do, he's more agile. He can do more things yeah. than the elder can do um, in that moment. Yeah. So I, I love that you, I love that you mentioned that, like that part about like, like elderly people, like de- like really dealing with elderly people. The plight of the Sith. And yeah, way. yeah. And Which he's is a very pissed. human. Like, you see him get so mad yeah. after he just takes he just takes it out of his hand when they get close, and yeah. Then he yeah. throws it up in the air and cuts it in half. So it's kind of like and think of how long he had those lightsabers. Like the elder yeah. had those two. Like and how so mad would you be? Someone just, yeah, yeah. Lightsabers are probably hard to find for this Sith guy. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah, God. Well, and I'd, I'd be pissed. <laughs> I think what I think what also too um, something else that happens in the battle, the Jedi kind of learns that the master or the elder is very powerful, right? Like he uses the Force lightning, that Force lightning. Yeah, he's like that technique. Yeah, he's like mm-hmm. that technique. And there's kind of this moment where you kind of get a sense that this particular we talked about, like kind of like the the Zazen kind of nature of this particular Jedi, you get a sense that he's not like one who wants, we talked about this, like with the last episode about like the Jedi, like rushing in, like brute forcing stuff. He really feels like he doesn't want that to be his way. Mm-hmm. But then there's a moment where he tells his Padawan to run away from, he him tells him to run away. Him. He says, run. Yeah. But then when the, the elder uses force lightning, it's like right after that, that he just kind of kills him. Right. Like where he's just kind of like, I think there's a moment where he realizes like this guy is much more powerful than like I thought he would have been. Mm-hmm. He's a, like a threat, and he kind of has like this split second moment where he has to like kill him. And I don't yeah. think he wanted to necessarily um, in that moment, but like he realized like if I don't like he's he's much more powerful than I am. I think yeah. in terms of like raw ability. But what's amazing is that 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 master is so powerful that he's able to be like I've got to end this, and he does. And he's just like, I'm yeah. Like, but the only reason he's able to is because his padawan distracts him. Distracts him. Yep. And also he's quicker. Like, I think that goes back to the yeah. age thing, yeah. right? Like, yeah. the Jedi is just quicker. He's able to, like, get in really quick, put his, like, lightsaber hilt to the guy's chest, and then just, like, turn it yeah, on. Yeah, that was amazing. The disengaging of the lightsaber, like, in the Force Lightning, was, yeah. like, a cool... Just, what? like, nuts and bolts. Yeah. Like, technical... Like, yeah. and that was just such a cool thing to do, you know? It's refreshing to know that there is still so much more that can be done in a lightsaber battle yeah. than what we've mm-hmm. seen. Because that becomes, like, the huge thing in all Star Wars media, right? It's, yeah. like, the lightsaber battles. And so the fact that we can continue to see things happen that have not been done before yeah. is really cool. So we know, like, when a Sith shoots, like, their Force Lightning at a Jedi, the Jedi can, like... First of all, I don't know if you've ever seen a Jedi dodge the Force Lightning like the, men- yeah. like the Mentor did. And I mean, then- Mace Windu didn't. <laughs> but, like, you can, like, activate your lightsaber, and that can be, like, a lightning rod for the Force yeah. Lightning. Yeah, you can, like, yeah. hold it like that. Yeah. But never before have we seen someone disengage it and that, like, negate the Force yeah. Lightning. Like, the yeah. physics of the Force lightsaber, or not the Force, the physics of the lightsaber 
like in play with the force is kind of interesting. Lightning hits lightsaber. Now they're engaged. Lightsaber is turned off. So the fort light, the force lightning, like no conduit turned off as well. It, it turned off Very as well. Weird. Maybe it yeah. didn't. Yeah. It definitely didn't keep going like yeah. towards the 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 mentor. So like he turned it off and went, and killed it. Well, it makes if you think about how like lightning works, right? Like it it's it, it it's looking for a a ground, right? Like it's like looking for like a conduit? something to hit, like a conduit. Yeah. So like, if you remove that. It doesn't have anything else, so like it just goes. That's away. what I thought. Yeah. When I first saw that, I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." That's in like cool. a fantastical, yeah, sure, it makes sense, sort of yeah. way. But you're right. You're also right about the other thing of him dodging the force lightning. That was um, wild. It was when I first really saw that. Cool. I was like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> and I don't know if that's another moment. You can dodge lightning, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty damn awesome. <laughs> but I'm oh, man. I'm so glad now that we, you brought up the through line of like the aging thing because. I think that's another moment of, right, like, of, like, the Jedi just being, like, just that much more agile, that much more, yeah. that much quicker mm-hmm. than the Elder. So, I, I keep thinking, because I'm going to sound so stupid saying this, but I keep thinking about the, the, there's a proverb, right, of, like, what walks on, what walks on four legs in the morning, yeah, two, two legs, legs yeah. in the evening, and then, like, three, three at night. Um, and it's like a man. Yeah. And I really, I feel like that's kind of like a through line in this as well, right? Of just like, you have. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Cause yeah. Padawan crawls cause he's like injured. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, wow. like the, the, I don't remember if he has a, I don't think he has a, I don't think the elder has like a cane. No. But he definitely is like, you know, kind of hunched over. Yeah. The other thing I was gonna say too is like, even the Padawan had like an age moment, right? He's being led by the children yeah. who are younger than him. Mm-hmm. And he, he like says like a line. I don't remember exactly what it is, but he's like, he's like saying something about like, oh, I'm like spry or something. He's like, but not as like spry as them. Yeah. Like essentially is like what he says. Like and they're how like, could the, how could, an, how could an elder make this climb? And then he like looks up and sees he's like, what, seven year olds being yeah. him? And he's like, well, I guess I shouldn't talk. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, it, it's, it's throughout like, right? Like, of just like that. Yeah. Good call. That's, I think that's the double meaning, Tommy, is like, the elder is like you think. Oh, it's the elder. It's Anyone that creepy guy. But really, the, it's just like that's, and, that's cool. Yeah, and I, it is, and I think it, it ties into to the Sith destiny thing too, as well, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like it's kind of like it kind of almost makes the Sith idea right. Once like if the they elders want, are older, you have to kill the elder. Like, well, there's that, but also like it kind of just makes it futile, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's completely futile because they want to live as long as they can. They want to gain as much power as they can, but power wanes as you get older. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it. it's like you can live forever and be weak mm-hmm. or you can like be powerful and like die when you're like, you're meant to. Yeah. Like, when, yeah, yeah. like time yeah. essentially takes everyone. Yeah. And even if you like are unnaturally able to like make it go longer, mm-hmm. like it, it doesn't matter in the end because like then your power just starts waning. So it yeah. almost, it, it, it just really highlights that kind of utility in what the Sith are looking to do. That's and especially that elder, right? Like he seems to have like wanted to live as long as he could to yeah. the point where like his other, his other destiny of wanting to fight someone powerful kind of fell off because then he just gets murked really quickly yeah. like, by someone who's younger than him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, I really, I, I like That's amazing. that element a lot more now mm-hmm. that it's like really like front and center and highlighted. Yeah. I didn't think about that while I was watching it's it. It's a, when you watch it, just like, you know, you're just watching a Star Wars anime and it's cool. Like, it's super simple. And you yeah. finish it and you're like, cool, that was fun. But, like, when you dig down deep, like, it's way cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Way cooler. Whether it was intentional or not, there's definitely... 
I think something that all of these episodes have brought to the Star Wars franchise, just like illuminating those aspects that have always been there, but like not in the greatest way. Sorry. That was a really loud iceberg. My ice, ice cube. cube. <laughs> iceberg. That's a, that's a loud iceberg, Toby. Loud iceberg. It's a loud iceberg. So I have one other question, though. Why'd he blow up his ship? Oh, I wrote that down, too. Like, Why'd yeah. he blow it up? I think that's just a dick Sith move. Like, <laughs> I, swear, yeah. I wrote it down. Even in the end, he was like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, I think my body is going to be ashes and my ship is going to be ashes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, scorched earth. I mean, he didn't blow up the children, so that's good. Yeah. That would have been awful. <laughs> I'm sure he's had his. I'm yeah. sure he's killed a ton of kids in his I'm life. I'm sure he's yeah. had his. Yeah, <laughs> like, but we also like, never saw the village. We didn't get yeah. to see the village. I just even for hundreds of years. I think like in his ship or like the logs or where he's been. Probably. I thought like he's probably been to some places that are pretty like help. I don't know that the, the Jedi would love to get their hands on. And, yeah, like, I think he that like it's weird that they did add that. Yeah, like, I'm gonna I just thought it ship. was very like the fact that he. Was very selfish and care about anything else. You would think that. So yeah, that, I think that care. speaks to the Sith. Like yeah. they're that vindictive that his mm-hmm. last move would be, oh, I got to destroy my ship so these people can't discover what I've done. Yeah, yeah. Because like it would be cool if the ending was they go back to his ship and find like some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And as the viewer, that would be cool to find out. Like a but, Sith like, temple or something. Yeah, exactly. Something mm-hmm. like that. Like that would be so cool to find out. But he's like, he's well, he's not a Sith because he was like he said that he moved away from the Sith but mm-hmm. yeah. he is a Sith mm-hmm. and um <laughs> I thought that was kind of just like a cool it was definitely just like a cool moment and when I was watching it I was just kind of like <laughs> it felt very it felt like me thinking of like the story like outside of the story it felt very much like of a way for like the showrunners to just like and it like clean yeah. cut and not have like lingering questions yeah I don't know if that's why they decided to do it but I I I also like it was just kind of I like the, I, I think it was just more his character of like I'm a dick Sith and like what you said I, I, I didn't even think about it that way Tommy and yeah. it's funny because normally I think in that way when I watch a show like oh the creators did this for this reason like but in this situation I was like nope that's what if I was a Sith that's what I would do I'd keep yeah. that detonator right there so I could yeah. be like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> because that was Sith that's what it, yeah that's yeah what no it was great. That was a great episode as well. Yeah, and you were really, I mean, I remember when we were we were first talking to you about, like, wanting to, to have you on to talk to us about it. That was This is the episode that you yeah, the wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so what was it, like, was there anything else about this episode that you were just, like, enamored by? Oh, this, and we've talked about this before, is the non, as with, even in the, the real world that we live in now, like, the non-combat applications of anything are, like, exponentially better than the the combat hmm. um, applications of it. So like at the beginning of this episode, they're flying through space at light speed and the uh, mentor picks up the, uh, the Sith yeah. at light speed. And um, he's like, <laughs> he's like a disturbance in the force and they, mm-hmm. they go out of light speed to be able to pick up just like a, a Sith at light speed is incredibly powerful. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. Can we also talk about like the fact that he picked them up he picked up that, like, sense that, and then immediately it went away. Right? Yeah. So, like, that also means that the Sith detected them. Detecting him. And was, right, like, detecting, like, detected them, detecting him. It was, yeah. like, shut, shut it down. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. so it was, like, or. Or maybe he did want. Yeah, or maybe he threw out, like, a lure and was, like, come maybe find he me. he did. Maybe he did tell me. I didn't think yeah. about that. Because he talks about, like, he, 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 he was, like, 
itching for a fight, right? What's the best place to go? What, where, where is the best place for a Sith to go that is looking for a powerful young Jedi than not a random village with a whole bunch of the like, outer rim where there's it. no other people to interfere? Yeah, it's true. Like, like there, you're gonna he doesn't find get somebody. overwhelmed to die. He wants to fight like a powerful. Yes. Athlete. So it also is a great. It also logistically, right? Like if your if your goal is like I want to have these fights, but also live. That's where you would go. Is yeah, like yeah. the outer rim. The Jedi aren't like in great numbers out in the outer rim. Like no. they're just not. No. Um, and so if you just want to pick off like a roaming Jedi, you could. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's what he was, yeah, aiming to do. And there was the the only like habitable planet was that one that they went to in yeah. the area. So like he, he, wow. I mean, I guess we're conjecturing a lot here, but like he could he could have been like planning that. Yeah. Like this is the only habitable planet. I'll make mm-hmm. my... He could have been following them. Yeah. It was, I mean, overall, like, I, I'm i glad you, you mentioned that, because I wanted to talk t- about the, like, opening sequence as well. One of the things that, like, struck me about this episode overall was, like, the, the use, the strategic use of, like, silence, or not silence, but, like, not a lot of background noise. Yeah. Like, in the cabin, it's very, almost kind of eerie when they're in their starship, because they're, it's very quiet. You don't hear, like, a lot of the space sounds. Yeah. It's just the two of them kind of talking. And it, it, it really is. And then when they land, too, like, there's not a lot of noise either. Like, when they're on the planet itself, it's very kind of quiet. And also that eerie kind of dark where it's, like, you can see everything, but, like, the sky is dark. The planet mm-hmm. sucks. Like, yeah. it's like, <laughs> we don't even see any of it, really. There's no, I mean, I'm sure there's a sun. We just see, like, like, a bridge and the two people, like, hey, we don't even see. But it's, like, utterly cloudy. Like, it's yeah. about ready to thunderstorm. Well, it, yeah. it does thunderstorm. But, like, yeah. I yeah. mean, like, it's... Yeah. Yeah, not not a very great like uh weather destination yeah. planet. As as I guess most outer And they, and they of, say that. They say yeah. like, oh you should try the, the their famous dish, which isn't alluded to be bad, you know, like yeah. there's a yeah, I know y'all are doing the um Clone Wars, like all the way through, but there's mm-hmm. a scene in Clone Wars where like Ahsoka is flying away from Coruscant and she's on a ship with like her tech friend and oh. their sister and they're they're going mm-hmm. away. Yep. And like Anakin is on like a some other ship and like he senses Ahsoka and like he, he, he senses her and he knows that she's leaving and kind of why she's leaving. Yeah. And you can tell that on Anakin's face. Yeah. And like, and he, he goes, actually, no, there's, there's nothing we, we can let him, like he like senses that and lets him go all yeah. using the force. And it's yep. like, mm-hmm. wow, the force is so powerful. And there are other times in that series where like the force is used in interesting ways that like, Hollywood wants us to see the fun uses mm-hmm. of the force because it's visually appealing to us. And it is, it's awesome. And mm-hmm. We want to see it, but like the non-combat uses of the force are like exponentially. Oh, way more powerful. Yeah. Way more powerful. Yeah. Than, way more powerful. yeah like Absolutely. to be able to, like you said, to be able to send someone at light speed, <laughs> at light speed, you know, so, to so persuade f- someone to not do something like yeah. to just Jedi mind trick somebody. It really, and, yeah. and I think this ties into this episode too. It makes me want a kind of like star Wars horror like oh my god one off so Whoa. cool because like that episode had very like almost like yeah kind of had vibes of yeah. like it could it could go into horror territory yes. yeah. Oh, yeah um and and just thinking that of like the not like the non non combat applications of the force yes like there's so much you could do with that right Dude, like a horror star wars that's show that's terrifying you, i mean the, the, so the sith and the jedi are like experts at stealth mm-hmm. yeah and then the sith all of them look horrifying. Creepy. All of them. Yeah. You <laughs> can have them. some like weird. Well, I mean, think about 
Darth Maul and Grievous, what happened to Vader, him. Palpatine, the Elder. Well, like, Darth they Maul's all look... like spidery ass crazy. Yeah, yeah. Darth like, Maul. You could like... you could have some weird mutated monster of like Sith energy. I like. mean, even Grievous is creepy sometimes. Like when he does his yeah. like spider crawl he and then, like on the yeah. ceiling upside down and swivels his head. There's a great. Uh, we'll talk about yeah. it at some point, but there's a great episode of Clone Wars where they're trapped in the ship. Uh, it's it's in like season two or three. And it's basically like horror. Like mm-hmm. there's like trapped in the ship, and there's these like bugs that like take over the the mm-hmm. clone troopers and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. terrifying. And then I think oh, one of them gets into the other Jedi. I forget her name um, as well. But yeah. Yep. but yep. yeah, this episode had just yep. had very like creepy vibes. It did very it did. creepy. There is also um, I don't know if this is what it was, but I felt like the, at the very end, the end song I think was a play off of. Uh, like a, the Star Wars, like the the general theme. The I think the music in this, yeah, I, I think the music in this one was, but it was like with like the the that specific uh, instrument. I forget, mm-hmm. um, I forget what the the instrument is, but you know, like you know how it ended and it had, yeah. yeah, and it, it sounded like. It definitely sounded like something from the Star Wars score. Yes. I just couldn't figure out what it what it was. I, the music in that whole episode was very it was great, very reminiscent yeah. of the rest of the Star Wars score, but I also agree. with I a Japanese type of element to it that I thought was really cool. Yeah, um, it was. There were it was really good music. Oh, something else. This is super minor, but like, so Dan has this hairstyle that has somehow perpetuated through the centuries of <laughs> short hair yeah. and this stupid fucking braid. That's the Padawan, Padawan braid. Little fucking beads. Like That's the Padawan braid. It's so stupid. Again, it's dumb as hell. It's not visually appealing. Like, just cut that shit off. Like, the rigidity of like the Padawan braid. Like that's that's the Jedi code for it. No, like, it's not the Padawan braid. There's tons of other Padawans that don't have this stupid ass fucking braid. They no, they have the braid. No, no, no. It, no, <laughs> Ahsoka does. Ahsoka had a, technically. Oh, had, she did have that yeah, little thing. The thing that was okay. like her braid. Anakin, Ahsoka, and Dan. <laughs> the three of all the Padawan. Give me one more. Go ahead. Give me one it's more. It's just, I think it's Give me one more Padawan. You can't, you can't give me one. I know, but we've seen a ton. Well, they're all alien races and they have weird hair. But yeah. like, but like. Well, they the all shoot- wear fake little clip-on braids. No, no. They probably do. I mean, that's what Ahsoka's is. Yeah. All right, challenge. In any other podcast going forward, give me the fourth Padawan that has this. All right, we'll, we'll find other Padawan braids. You can't. They're not there. This is it. But for some reason, they were just like, let's bring back the lame Anakin. It's this Padawan braids were, were a symbol of rank used to distinguish apprentices in the Jedi Order. But no one wears it. No <laughs> other Padawan wears it. All the other Padawans are like, that shit is stupid. I'm not wearing it. And the mentors are like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ahsoka's got hers ripped off when she... Yeah, she got it ripped off by Cad Dane. Hold on. Can we talk about... No, when she when she leaves the Jedi, well, no, when she leaves the Order, she gives her braid to Anakin, the little Ooh, like jewel thing. Yeah. Padawan Reed Silas had a braid. Can we just can I, hold on? Can we just talk about Emery uh, Kintaros had a braid? Uh, we're getting we're getting way off. <laughs> we don't know about these people. Obi Wan Kenobi had a braid. Let me see. Oh yeah, he did. Oh, he did. Oh, he All right, did. I, I stand corrected. Okay, gotcha. Can we hold on? Can we just talk about Go the fact the internet wins? Kevin Dune had a braid when. Yeah, he definitely had one. When, when I stand corrected. I stand corrected. I could, I could edit this whole part out. So you, maybe you don't have to stand corrected. Or maybe you will. No, that's fine. Yeah, I don't mind being It is stupid as fuck. But can I just... Hold on. And I knew people in high school that had it. Oh we, my God. That's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. 
Ahsoka had to turn in her braid when she <laughs> yeah. left the Jedi Order. Yeah. I don't not think her she lightsaber? had to. But I don't think she had, but not her lightsaber. <laughs> did she not turn in her No, she turned in her lightsaber. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, she did. She yeah. did turn in her That'd lightsaber. That'd be funny. But, like, though. is that the equivalent of, like, a cop turning in their badge give and, like, give it's their braid? Good. Like, so if it's a, a human who has an actual, like, braid, do they just, like, cut it off and, like, I'm hand sure, it? Yeah. How weird is that? I'm that's sure weird. that's what they do. Oh, my God. Well, there's a lot. Well, there's a lot in different, like, society and stuff, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where people cut their hair as a sign of, like, rank yeah. or something well, like that. And we did see, we talked about this in, I think it was a Village Bride, mm-hmm. where we we kind of made the assumption that the the Jedi who was there was a Padawan, because she, like, cuts off her a braid that she has. Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of like her, that too, her basically yeah. going well, up in rank. Super corrected. There's so <laughs> many braids that are, that are around that I just forgot about. Okay. Uh, it is it is all good. It's It's one of those things that's, like... I mean, a lot of the ones that are mentioned are, like, not, like, core. Like, of the core Star Wars ones. No, she said, like, Obi-Wan had one, Anakin had one, Ahsoka had one. That's enough. Like, they're, it's legit. I, I stand corrected. I want to see a, Dan I want to see one. Wookie. What about the Wookiee Padawan? <laughs> the Padawans have them in He just braids episode? every lock of hair that he has Aww, on his body. That'd be so Dude, cute. that was the coolest thing ever. When I saw a Wookiee Padawan. He was my favorite. I was like, oh, oh man. Isn't he cute? Yeah, if you were going to play, like, a D&D version of Star Wars... <laughs> Everyone would choose a Wookiee. And oh, yeah, to, like, I would. Yeah. Or everyone would choose a Wookiee or a droid, yeah. I guess. And, and the DM would have to be like, no, no, no. Although that'd be a fun <laughs> group of people. Just to... I guess you could have a Wookiee and a droid, but you couldn't have a They whole... just don't understand each other. And they just... <laughs> 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 like, beeping in the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that, wow. was a, that was a long tangent. I know. I don't know <laughs> how long we That was also a long here. episode. An hour and a half. We've been yakking away, man. It's, it's, I mean, look, it's, this is That's our cool. show. We can do whatever we want. We can we act for want. two hours. Um, anything else that we want to talk about, though, for this particular episode? Nope. We did a really good. We, we, we yeah. got a lot from these two episodes. Yeah, we really Both did. of these ones were really, really good. I'm glad that we, I'm glad that we did these two together because we were kind of like, we've been doing two at a time. Yeah. Um, and then for the last episode, uh, Cassie and I just did the one mm-hmm. and we were trying to figure out like which, you know, ones to like put together. And I'm, I'm glad it worked out this way because yeah. TOB one and was youth was youth and also very childlike. And then yeah. this one was very much the opposite, very similar, but also very different in a lot of different ways. So mm-hmm. I think it worked out. It worked out perfectly. And also super glad that you could come absolutely and oh chat with us, Harrison. This was so fun. Hey. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. Like I, yeah, dude, I would love, this was so fun. Yeah, well, we will definitely have you back. We've talked about oh, different ideas. Yes. We mentioned at one point, like what what are the what are the classes of Jedi in like D and D world, and like what is, yeah. what is, what does like Obi Wan's character sheet look like, and stuff like that. That would be a fun episode just yeah, to do. Dude, is like I'd a, love to talk about that. That's my favorite thing to do. Ever. Just as an aside, um, we'll absolutely do that. Yeah, um, we usually end with like usually I would say like. Well, we're like 70% at this point. Uh, that's solid. 70% <laughs> super solid. That's a C. We try to be consistent. <laughs> that's um, a solid C. With yeah. going like doing something that's outside of Star Wars to close out going out beyond the outer rim. Yeah. Um, is there, is there, Harrison, is there anything that you're into right now that you, you want to shout out? So I'm going to try to brainwash you guys into liking this new card game that actually Tommy told me about. Oh, oh. Like, so like you, you planted the seed inside my brain and it just like festered into this like, psychotic nerddom desire to, 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 to have it and to have it. And like, so <laughs> to have it, to have it. <laughs> so I've been like looking up flesh and blood, this new card game. It's not yeah. new. It's like 
But um, it's it's it's, it's been out for a couple years, which is new, I guess, yeah. for a trading card game. Like considering Pokemon and Magic and stuff that have been yeah. out for God knows how long. That's pretty new for a card game. So I would say. Yeah, yeah, this this flesh and blood card game is what I'm into. That's the new cool. hotness. Playing Pokemon Pearl and um, loving nice. it. Oh, and I'm reading. Um, I don't know how I missed this in my 33 years of existence, but A Wheel of Time is this oh, book I'm reading, yeah. and it is like like an updated Lord of the Rings, like a more accessible mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, where it's like. Powerful female characters, like, are there right off the bat. And, like, oh, that's nice. what it, like, intros with. Of course, everybody's white, so, like, it still has... It's still rooted in the time that it was made, but, like, it's it's a more readable Lord of the Rings with, like, that, like, deep world sense essence that is amazing. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, like, I, I would recommend... If anyone loves Lord of the Rings... Wheel of Time series is for you. Yeah. I've al- I've always wanted to read Wheel of Time. I've heard just nothing but good things about it. So that's cool that you're reading that. I, I had no idea you were, you were yeah. going through that series. Maybe I'll pick it. There's a lot of books for that, though. Oh, there's there? like an ungodly. It's a psychotic amount of books. It's like 14 fucking books, and each book is like 600 pages long. Oh, my God. Like, it's like a like a semester of college that you have to get through. Like yeah. it's like, Jesus. but it's fun. It's a fun read. I mean, that's, that sounds like something that would interest <laughs> all of us. It's just like that, that deep, uh, that deep kind of like what you said with, with flesh and blood, just having that deep kind of, I have to dive into it. I have to know everything about yep, it. It's, um, it'll, it'll, it's, it's gripping me, I should say, but that's my beyond the outer rim. Those cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, we we've gone super long, so I don't think there's nothing else for me. Um, I yeah. will just shout out. You mentioned, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. I'm excited about Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl when that comes out Ooh. two weeks from when this episode releases. Dude, yeah. Or no, sorry, one week from when this episode yeah. releases. Oh so. my god. And you, you took that Friday off, so you can just like play video games for three I might just finish the days. I might just beat the game that day. Like, I might just go <laughs> through the Elite Four that day. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, dude. Anything you want to shout out, Cass? Or? Uh, we've been playing Mario Party a lot. Oh, oh Mario oh. Party! Yeah. Oh my god. And Blast I realized that too. I'm very unlucky at that game. <laughs> I suck at every. You're unlucky game. at it, but then you end up winning. Sometimes that's so, Mario Party. That's time, the glory of Mario Party. I mean, uh, I, I suck at the mini games. Like as soon as they start, I lose, and then I just have to watch the rest of it. Like, we were playing really Mario bad. Party with you guys, and we realized we were all three of us were playing Mario Party, and Donkey Kong has them big old donkey teeth. Yeah, I think he's and that's stole why them it's from called a donkey. Donkey Kong, yeah. and the Inquisitor has them donkey teeth. Watch it again, viewers. <laughs> He's got them donkey teeth. Donkey, donkey Inquisitor. Teeth. Yeah, he's big square ass donkey teeth. Maybe he's teeth. Donkey Kong. I, well, I think he is Donkey Kong. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we said, oh, we're we're in real trouble if the Inquisitors are Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 yeah that is, we're, we're so effed. The Jedi are effed, yeah. Uh, um, well, I think that does it for today's episode. Again, super huge shout out. Thanks for, thanks for joining us, Harrison. So I don't think fun. you're on any social media we can shout out, though. Zero social media. You don't media. do that. Yeah. You, so you can meet him in real life, but yeah. only if you're not creepy. Yeah. Meet me in real life at Kroger. Yeah. Do and, it. and you'll fight. Yeah. And I'll fight you. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So you, you cannot perceive Harrison on any, uh, any social media outlets. Uh, but he'll be back. We'll have him back for sure. Oh, thank yeah. God. Yes. This will be a last um and uh otherwise that's it for today's episode you can find us on twitter we are at distant echoes sw or you can find each of us individually cassie where are you at on social media i'm at cassie thulu i am at awkward comma uh tune in next time when we talk about Padawan Brit. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say Donkey Kong Teeth. <laughs> when we talk about Donkey Teeth and Padawan Braids, the yeah. new styles that are coming to you. Oh, so glorious, the combo. Since we're Donkey Teeth, Padawan, we're Braids. The answer 
may surprise you if we talk about it. Coming up next. <laughs> <laughs>